You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Games this weekend in college basketball. Good Monday morning, everybody. Welcome into BeckQL Daily. PJ Glasser, Joe Ostrowski. Joe, good to be with you, man. How was uh, how's everything going? How was vacation for you? Uh, morning, PJ. Are you my new co-host? It's been a while. I, I haven't been, been around, while. so I don't know. <laughs> uh, thanks uh, for jumping on this morning, and uh, hopefully, we'll have some clarity uh, on that front pretty soon. But vacation was well. We'll we'll go over it a little bit because I'm really in, intrigued by Paul. I mean, this is a man of the world. Like, he goes away for a week, that then you find out which uh, five countries he visited. Uh, the, the man has been everywhere. Much more exciting than my boring life. I'm, I'm going to head out of town in, in another week, actually. Yeah, the, the post-football fun. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's funny. Uh, I was here for a few shows after the Super Bowl, and you're gung-ho, football, football, football. It's, dude, we wake up today. It's combine week. There are small conference tournaments starting today and tomorrow. Like, yeah. What the hell is happening? The XFL is in kind of full swing if anybody's paying attention. I don't think anybody is from what I've seen. Uh, the baseball world is freaking out. It's just like all the sports are vomiting at us at the exact same time. We had, we had the All-Star Games uh, go, going on as well. So it's like football ends. And now all the other sports have their opportunity to pounce and they're all throwing their way out there hoping uh, people want to bet on it and talk about it. It's my favorite time of the year, and I'm a big golf guy too. I was talking with Gertrude and Paul before the show. You got Arnold Palmer Invitational coming up this week. The Players' Championship is next week. So you have some big tournaments to go along with everything that you mentioned. And uh, we're going to talk some college hoops with Kate Constable next segment in a little less than 20 minutes or so. Matthew Friedman is going to join us 10 o'clock Eastern Mm. time to talk NFL Draft, Director of Content for Betting Pros and Fantasy Pros. But off the jump, we got those great sound bites from some of the the games from this past weekend in college basketball. It's just a great week of hoops, Joe-O. You had buzzer beaters. You had crazy comebacks, upset wins. There was a little bit of everything. Um, The game that I wanted to talk about first with you was the Virginia-North Carolina game, just because... UNC, obviously, they were preseason number one, and they're squarely on the bubble. They had only beaten one team in the projected field when you look at all these bracketologists, and it was a home win against NC State. They were 0-9 in quad one games, and then they get that big win against Virginia on Saturday. Now they got a tricky spot tonight against Florida State on the road before hosting Duke on uh, on Saturday. But what do you make of UNC? I mean, we saw last year they kind of got right at this time, and then they rode that momentum all the way to the championship game. First, do you think the Tar Heels are going to get in this year? And then if they do get in, do you think they're going to be a tough out? 
Yeah, I mean, I do think they'll get in, and I, they're on that bubble, and that's why uh, they're being talked about right now. And also, we've seen runs from them, so that's going to help them when it comes to the committee, whether they want to admit it or not. They, But I got to say, I'm not that interested in the ACC, and I know it's got all the blue bloods that we're supposed to be talking about. A lot of these teams have not had great years. So I'm I, I'm not buying. I know it just happened. So people are are thinking, oh, maybe we're gonna find a one of those ACC blue bloods, and they're gonna make a run into the tournament. I I would bet against that <laughs> uh, this year. But as far as I do want to add, though, on your uh, your promotion, Matthew Friedman, I can't wait for that conversation as well. Another one of the sports we've got. Schefter was like waiting for this morning and, and he started throwing out all these nuggets and the bears are reportedly talking to teams. I'll, I'll give my thoughts on whether or not that's going to happen already. I, I see seven different markets where you can bet on the NFL draft. It's 60 days from today, PJ 60 days, but um, yeah, a, a ton going on. NBA was wild last night. If you stayed up, but as far as your, your college basketball question, I'm not really interested in much of anything as far as ACC. If we're talking futures, if we're doing big picture stuff. Now, conference tournament, that's a different story. It is a conference that maybe we'll be able to find some value once that gets going in another week or so, as uh, as most of the regular seasons are coming to a close this week. But um, th that's what interests me because I view it as a conference that's completely wide open but as far as a real threat to make a run to the final four, I'm not buying that. It is it is tough to kind of find that team. Miami's a team that kind of interests me just because Larinaga is a really good tournament coach. They have really good guards. I think their ceiling is really high, especially when they're scoring. I do worry about their defense at times, though. But you're right. Uh, Virginia, we know the story with Virginia really every year in the tournament. They're good defensively. They struggle to score. And then UNC and Duke, obviously, not having years that we're usually accustomed to seeing uh, from those two programs. The team that does interest me, though, Joe, is the uh, is the Arkansas Razorbacks. And they're starting to get healthy. This is a team that has made back-to-back -back Elite Eight appearances under Eric Musselman. They went up to Tuscaloosa this weekend, only lost by Man. three yeah. to Bama. They cover that eight and a half. This is a team that's kind of peaking at the right time, and they're going to be on the 8-9 line on Selection Sunday. That is a team I would not want to see. What, what are your thoughts on Arkansas? Your thoughts on Alabama as well, really, because ever since this Brandon Miller story came out, they've lost mm – -hmm. well, they've won both games, but they've been close. They beat South Carolina in overtime. Then they had to squeak one out against Arkansas – your thoughts on these two teams? Are, are you fading Alabama in the tournament? Are you backing Arkansas? Where, where are you on these two? Yeah, and, and South Carolina stinks. Like you've got to, yeah. They're not even a top 200 team as far as most ratings. Uh, so in our world, sometimes when you take some time off, you need to unplug from sports a little bit. Same thing with social media. You understand that. I, I think people can relate to that in some sense. I, I know that they love sports and follow it every single day. But whatever your job is, you're going to plug a little bit. And I did some of that. Um, there's no unplugging from this story. Like, this is one that bleeds into everything. I, it's unreal. I can't believe that this guy has been playing. Um, I saw Jay Billis in a number of interviews over the last week saying, you know, from his perspective as a lawyer, that 
Alabama's handling this the right way. I would disagree with that just as a human. I'm certainly no lawyer, but I don't think he should be playing. And, and it's one thing after another. And Nate Oates would admit that he completely botched his reaction to the media. And everyone would admit that same thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Alabama has known a lot more about this situation, much longer than any of us. And they have not budged on this. I was shocked at his, at his unbelievable performance that we saw last week, too. It kind of annoyed me. I'm like, ah, oh, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 like, they're just so – it reminds me of – I know they're not even close to that level. What's going on in Alabama? It's just it's the culture. It reminds me of the football program. It's like they're untouchable. And they're in their bubble. And they're not connected with reality at all. It's a smaller thing. And it made me, I don't know. I I thought people were overreacting to it. But not, not so much as far as the optics go. But after when all of this is happening, just how tone deaf they are as a program, as humans to be frisking in front of cameras, your teammates. I don't care that they've done it all year. And I actually believe Nate Oates when he said he, he didn't even realize because a lot, lot's going on, you know, right before right. the game starts and people are getting announced and all that. Um, if you have an Alabama future, would you be scared? I'm, I'm not there yet. But boy, like we've had a couple of high-profile situations, for lack of a better term. Um, where teams that were very popular that looked like they were on the short list of potential championship contenders where everything has thrown up, been thrown up in the air. It's like, wow, what, what's next? And, and I'm alluding to Chris Beard earlier this year with Texas because they were the hot team that people were betting on. Yeah, it, it's all good points you bring up. It's going to be interesting to watch to see kind of how they play out the season, they're home against Auburn on Wednesday, and obviously that's that's a mm-hmm. rivalry game, and that's going to be a packed crowd. And then they finish the season on the road at Texas A&M, who's having a great season in College Station. Another game, Joe-O, that was fascinating to me on Saturday was the Indiana-Purdue game. So Let's go. last week okay. when I was on with Aaron Hawksworth, as you know, Aaron's Ooh. got a big future ticket on Purdue. She won't get yeah. off of the Boilermakers. <laughs> And I'm trying yep. to tell Aaron, you per don't with Purdue. They're going to break Mm-mm. your heart year after year. Joe, they started the season 22-1. and one. They're 2-4. and yeah. four. 
in this in their last six yeah. games. Like it, the slide is coming. It was only a matter of time. Now it's here. Indiana, on the other hand, they're starting to get hot. My fear for Indiana, and I'm sure you know this, it feels like the last four or five years in the Big Ten, there's always a team that kind of gets hot, and the public starts to latch on to them. Last year it was Iowa. The year before that it was that Illinois team with DeSumo and Kofi Coburn. Then it was that Ohio State team that lost to Oral Roberts. And you can keep going down the list. And it just feels like Indiana's probably going to be that team this year. I can see them winning the Big Ten tournament. I can see them ending up on the three seed, the four seed line. And I just worry that Indiana might be the team that people like when the brackets come out and they might have an early exit. So your thoughts on the Hoosiers and the Boilermakers? Yeah, I mean, what you said about the history of the Big Ten, that's all valid, and it's – it stands out as one of the major conferences that disappoints time and time again. And those other years you're talking about, the conference was much better than it is right now. I mean, the Hoosiers have also had a tough time on the road. Yes, they get these high profile wins, but um, I mean, I could tell you why, why this Purdue thing is happening. It wasn't about, well, they couldn't keep it up with 22 and one record. It's that the Hawk came out here one day and overreacted to one single game and said they're winning the title. And we've been telling her for years that that's not going to happen since the start of this show. Like, we, we could not stop laughing. Um, yeah, they've lost four of six. Four of six. And also, let me put it out there, and I'd be telling her if she, she was here this morning, she also went in on St. Mary's. They lost over the week. <laughs> <We laughs> they did. And they, they didn't even cover the five and a half as well. I mean, I, I mean people people know. People know she she'll think it's it's me being mean. So um, she uh, she ruined these seasons for these teams. That's what happened. I'm t- uh, PJ. I'm telling you. I'm telling. I could not stop laughing. I'm like, oh, we need to so just fade. Uh, I I should have you know gone three x on going against them every every game since. And if you uh, did that, you're doing all right. Um, but listen, Indiana is no slouch. But the but the problem there is losing a conference home game when you're not playing your best. I mean, that's that's the big issue. That's why it really stands out. Like, that's a game you got to get. So they're going to finish uh, going to Madison and then uh, Illinois uh, to wrap things up. But you cannot feel good about Purdue right now heading into the tournament. Now, you bring up, would you rather be Indiana, the team that's going to be public, hot finishing the season, or would you rather be Purdue, the team that has that high-level ability, but and you have the best player in the nation, yep. but you also have a coach that has fumbled it time and time again? I don't know. I don't think I want to be either one of these teams. Maybe we're just saying fade the entire conference. That's pro- probably the way to go. Probably the way to go. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see who these teams draw in their regions and what their seeds end up being because after that loss on Saturday Purdue's probably moved themselves off of the one line probably going to be a two seed real quick Joe Andy that's interesting because you think that because I I was looking this morning and you know a lot of people still have them as a one some are moving them to the two but I'd say the majority still have uh, Perdone as ones which which I was surprised by because I'm with your first inclination I mean they should probably be a two at this point I thought for sure, especially after they won yesterday, I thought UCLA would be the pretty across-the-board, like, synonymous pick at at number one. But 
I, I guess people are still holding on to to Purdue. So the conference tournament is probably going to decide that. I think Kansas, mm-hmm. Alabama, and Houston pretty solidified on that one line. And then I would assume it's coming down to UCLA and then Purdue as as the final number one seed. Right. That would be yeah. yeah that I'd would, agree would with be. That. Kate Constable is going to join us next year on BetQL Daily. He's Joe Strowski. I'm PJ Glasser. We're just getting going here on a Monday morning.